0: Today with Marilyn and Sarah. I'm so glad you are watching. Are you hearing me? I am delighted because I want to share a testimony with you that is awesome. Praise God will have happened. A spirit of poverty broke over my life today. Wow, this is one of our partners. I struggled financially for 40 years, 14 years and now it's over. I've been praying like crazy and wanting my business purse people to flourish. So I wasn't going to let this spirit win again. I had failed in business, but I started putting on this business and I began praying, and I broke the spirit of it an hour ago. Then I got an appointment with a consultant to sell my purses, and I already sold three purses today. So good things are about to happen for me and this business this is wonderful. You know, you say, well, this is not a big deal. This is a big deal because one big door opens, another door opens,
1: another door opens, another door. Isn't that true? So we are happy with this. It's good. And I want to thank our partners so much partners. You're so vital to helping us cover the earth with the word. Thank you again and again and again, and you might be watching and you might have a financial need in your life. I know that testimony, hopefully it encouraged you, but we wanna pray for you. Whatever the need is in your life, hop on the phone, get on the website, we love to pray for you. And we have a special guest today, Abigail Holt Jennings. Oh my goodness, do you need hope in your life? Are you despondent about a, a diagnosis from the doctor? Are you struggling in your marriage? Are you having difficulties in your soul and your emotions? Then I want you to watch this interview because this interview will give you hope
2: we'll send you our welcome gift package, which includes the Jehovah Rapha oil vial with oil prayed over by Marilyn and Sarah, our exclusive partner CD set, which includes six CDs featuring 12 never before released teachings, the Majesty coffee table book featuring beautiful representations of the names of God and more. If you have a passion to reach the lost, and are ready to release the anointing of God into your life, then join us today by becoming a partner. Call or click today and help Marilyn and Sarah cover the earth with the word and to connect everyone with the heart of God.
0: Welcome to Today with Marilyn and Sarah. I'm so happy you are with us, and we're so happy. Sarah and I are so happy to have a special guest. And look at our guest. Isn't she beautiful? And she has a book. She's pretty, but she's also written a book that is beautiful. So Abigail Holt Jennings, notice I have it here so I say it correctly, has written The Conversation in Heaven, living life ups and downs through heaven's lens. You know, when it's up, I can think this is heaven. But when it's down, I don't always think it's heaven. But this will really, really help you. And we want to welcome you. And thank, thank you for coming
3: thank you and so sharing much for with us. Me. Thank you. Thanks, you guys. So
0: Today. To be here. So, uh, I like your book because it has H O P E all through it. <laughs> I would say you have hope on every page. It is so good. So, Sarah and I like this and we like having you because if there's anything people need, it's hope.
3: Yes.
0: No matter what, we need hope. Don't you agree? So share with
3: us why you wrote this, Abigail. Mm. You know, I wrote this book really as an act of worship and gratitude toward the Lord. You know, in the Old Testament, when they would give thank offerings for different things, I I like to think this was my thank offering to the Lord. Um, And when I began to write it, it wasn't just about uh, God miraculously healing me from cancer, which was awesome. He just began to show me, all these things in my life where he was and where the Holy Spirit was trying to teach me to tune into the conversation in heaven. You know, no matter what my current situation looked like, heaven had something to say. And if I could tune into what he was saying, I had all the faith and the strength and the grace I needed to go through that thing, you know? And so uh, this book is just like a A thank you to the father, you know, for all he's done in my life. And, and yes, there's definitely some ups and some downs, but he has been so faithful through it all. And I, my hope is that anyone that would read the book would feel that same hope over their circumstance, because I began to learn that heaven is never at a shortage of hope for any of us, no matter what we're going through. Mm
1: -hmm. You might be watching right now and you feel like you have no hope. You might have received a diagnosis from a doctor. This is terminal. We're going to talk about that in just a little minute. You might have some discouraging news in your marriage. You might be struggling financially. You might just be despondent in your soul where you're just discouraged. Maybe you're even depressed. I want to encourage you to hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you. And when you do, grab your copy of Conversations in Heaven. I want to tell you, this is a very hope-filled book. And when you read this, it will put hope in your heart. Because Abigail talks about some very, very dark, <gasps> horrible, horrible situations and hope in those situations. So, Abigail, you talked about having been diagnosed with cancer, um, and that wasn't kind of like, you know, a little surface cancer, you know, like skin cancer. What were you diagnosed, what kind of cancer were you diagnosed with? So,
3: originally, <laughs> in June of 2016, I was diagnosed with breast cancer just two months after walking my mom through breast cancer. Oh. Yep. And lost my dad at 16 to cancer, watched him wither away and die at the young age of 48, leaving five sisters under the age of 19 and a brother um, and a a mom, now a young widow, you know, and uh, buried my brother to cancer, just cancer wreaking havoc through the family. And so even young, I thought, you know what, I'm going to take health measures. I'm going to take precautionary measures for myself. Um, And so it was so odd and so strange that I had done all I could do, and yet cancer comes knocking at my door. And it wasn't just a small tumor. They said it was one of the largest they had seen in a woman my age and, and health level. You know, They thought it could have been a fibroid cyst, but when it came back as cancer, uh, they said, oh, oh my goodness. So I went through the whole mastectomy, did all that, and then three months later, it came back in my lungs and they said, uh, they had done two very painful biopsies in two different places in my lung. And then a third one in my clavicle that was just (gasps) excruciating. And they no anesthetic there. They just, you know, but got his, his faithfulness, you know, he's just so good. Um, and so I remember I had taken some girlfriends of mine into the, uh, room with me and, uh, he just looked at me and he said, well, this is what we feared. It has come back in your lungs and your clavicle. And my dad had died of lung cancer and he was not a smoker. So here the lung cancer comes to visit me. And he said, this is inoperable. This is terminal and you will die. says. And guys, this is one of my most favorite conversations in heaven. Because in that moment, I... I knew, I felt as if it was the grim reaper that had come in the room, like, I have a right to do this. I've done it down your family line, and I'm here to take you out as well. And I remember, and all my girlfriends just kind of looked at me after the doctors, after the oncologist said this to me, not knowing what to say, and I, f- I felt that fear, and I sensed that spirit of death in the room. I'm telling you, like a grim reaper, hood, sickle, everything. But then I felt the wonderful presence of Jesus. Walk in that room and look at that group. He didn't even acknowledge him. He didn't have to. (laughs) He thought, you're not even worth talking to. And he looked right at me, no pity, no fear, no worry. And he said, but who do you say that I am? Mm -hmm. That's all he asked. He just came to ask me a question. And you all know when he asked Peter the same question, You know, some say on this and and he knew who he was, but he wanted to know if his disciples knew who he was. And Peter, they said, well, some say you're Jeremiah, some say you're Elijah, but you know. And uh, then he looked at Peter and he said, but who do you say that I am? And Peter said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus said, flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my father in heaven. And it is on this revealing, this revelation that I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And to me, that translated, I believe you, you are not worried. You have come to ask me a question. And my response to him came up out of my heart. You can't make this stuff up. I just remember I had this thought come to the forefront of my mind. This is going to be a great line in my book one day. (laughs) <laughs> I love it. and That was it. I love it. And so we just laughed our way out of the hospital that day.
0: <laughs> and this is in your book, yes, The Conversation in Heaven, Living Ups and Downs Through Heaven's Lens. Mm-hmm. You know, folks, I don't know how you are, but I took notes when I read her book. Mm-hmm. And she writes in the very beginning of it, Hope Eternal. So I wrote all kinds of little notes of the hope that she gave as I read the book. Because... I like hope things. Do you like to be around people who are depressed? (laughs) Oh, this is going to happen and that's going to happen. I can tell all these things. You don't like that. You like hope. That's why I want you to get the book. But I want you to read the book and I want you to underline and I want you to write notes about hope because folks could you have too much hope? I don't think so. So you need to call in. Of course, you can call in your prayer request. But I want to ask you, do you
3: give your own book out to people who have needs? I sure do. I try to, anytime I travel, I always try to travel with a few books in my bag and just say, Holy Spirit, show me. You know, show me, I will never change the subject of what you've done in my life. And I feel like it's why I'm still breathing, you know, to share the message of hope and healing, you know? So it's a good book to share. Thank you, thank you. I'm so honored you read it. <laughs> oh,
0: I read it, is is that my book? I think I ha- that has No, mine. you have your own. No, I You're don't. You're trying
1: to take mine. <laughs> no, <there's... laughs> no, you
0: can't have mine. <laughs> This we're going to have a fight on
3: television.
0: Not really. You know, we don't want you to have a fight. We
3: just want you to get the book.
0: You know, I would encourage you to get several books mm-hmm. because books are missionaries. They will really work while you sleep. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. you can pass it on to someone. Maybe he doesn't even believe in God and say, you know, I just felt that I'd like to give you this book as a gift. It bless me because People will read books that won't listen to you, you know. So that's why I really encourage you. Now, we're going to be right back here in just just a little bit. But Abigail, I love your name, Abigail, joy (laughs) of her father. Abigail is going to share some things with you that can absolutely, absolutely change your life today. So stay right there.
1: And I want to encourage you, if you know somebody who is sick with cancer, received a diagnosis, grab a copy of this book to give to them. Because when people hear the C word, and they think it's like, you know, it's a C word, and it's very disturbing, very unsettling, caused a lot of fear and anxiety, they need hope. So grab several copies to give these to your friends, your neighbors, your relatives. It'll be very, very encouraging for them.
2: Are you trapped in a valley of depression, emotional pain, devastating loss and discouragement? Do you feel like there's no hope? For your gift of $35 or more, we will send you The Conversation in Heaven by Abigail Holt Jennings. Difficult circumstances can wreak havoc on what you think about yourself and your worth. Through this book, you'll discover the hope and life-giving conversations going on in heaven about you. To further encourage you, we will send Sarah's In Step with the Holy Spirit book, Marilyn and Sarah's Mindset for Miracles 2 CD set, and our Miracle Scripture card. For your gift of $90 or more, we will send you the Jesus I Trust You canvas by renowned artist Alan Polt. This painting will remind you of the love Jesus has for each of us and will be a lovely addition to your home or office. Call or click today for this encouraging and life-transforming offer. Do you struggle with your identity? Do you desire to know God's purpose for your life? Now available, Marilyn's new book, Rebuild, Restoring Your God-Given Identity. Based on the book of Nehemiah and the rebuilding of the walls of Jerusalem, Marilyn shows you how the 12 gates of Jerusalem's wall represent different areas of your identity and when these gates should be open and closed. Rebuild, restoring your God-given identity also looks at the lives of Joshua, Gideon, David, Hannah, Samuel, Elijah, and many more. God has given you the potential for a unique and healthy identity. He created you to live out his kingdom purpose for your life with boldness and confidence. Discover the principles of restoring the wall of your identity through the help of our Savior. Find success by allowing Him to rebuild the broken places in your life. Get your copy today.
1: We're so excited to have Abigail Holt Jennings with us today. And Abigail, you talked in the preceding little segment about getting the diagnosis from the doctor, And, you know, the greatest fear spread to your lungs, clavicle. And then you're like, we walked out of there, Grim Reaper in the room. You know, Jesus says, who do you say that I am? Mm -hmm. But we're sitting here on the couch today, you know, years later. Mm -hmm. And there's obviously some things that happened in between Mm -hmm. then and now. Mm -hmm. So what were some of the things immediately when you walk out of that office? What? And, you know, Jesus said, who do you say that I am? So what were the next steps that you took to, to, because, I mean, fear doesn't just come once and then
3: like, hey, peace out, you know, Right. it doesn't quit. Oh yes, that's exactly right. I had to walk that out in shoe leather for sure. (laughs) So shortly after that, I did, I did battle fear. And that's one of the chapters in my book called um, The Lord Began to Teach Me, hey, when fear comes knocking, answer the door. And he really began to show me very similar to David um, going against the giant. And I went back and I read that and I said, you know, father, why did the Israelites, you know, just let him taunt. He was a trespasser. He was illegally there. He was, he was just so insolent, obnoxious. And this is what he said. He said, Abigail, the more the voice of the giant was heard, the more fear grew in the hearts of my people. You must shut Mm. fear down. When fear comes knocking, you answer the door with truth you know, and that is when we have to stand up, whether we feel like it or not, right? Mm -hmm. I will not fear. You have not given me a spirit of fear. We learn fear, right? We're not born with fear. It's a spirit, you know, and he's not giving us a a spirit of fear, but a power, love and a sound mind. But that had to be walked out, right? So nights I would, you know, wake up in a sweat and like have dreamt about my funeral or, you know, who would take care of my kids. I mean, all this is, you know, just fear trying to wreak havoc. So I took a, a trip out of the country to see a friend and to really seek the Lord. Um, and like, Father, what are my next steps? Like, I believe you to heal me, what, what do I do here? And so um, it was one of my last nights there and I just, I was determined to meet with Jesus. And so it was in the middle of the night and I began to walk and pray and some old thoughts began to creep up. Like, well, what did I do to bring this cancer back? You know, um, you, is there a sin? Is there, you know, something in my family, you know? So I began to get my eyes on me, you know, and what, what had I done and my healing being about me. Okay. That was the first mistake. (laughs) And as I began to pray, and, and just focus on the Lord. I sensed the presence of Jesus almost tangibly. And it was the funniest thing, Marilyn and Sarah, it was like, he was sitting there twiddling his thumbs on the, on the, his fingers, twiddling his fingers on the pool deck, just waiting for me to get done. And I'm like trying to bring up every, you know, sin or mistake. And you know, why I, I cover that with the blood. I, I already, stuff I'd already pitted it up, you know, making healing about me as if I needed to die on the cross for my own healing. <laughs> and so he just waited. He, he let me just go through that mental torment until I was done. And he just said, are you done? <laughs> I said, well, I guess, you know, he's like, because I've actually come, I'd, I'd like to take a walk with you. And so we began to take a walk and I, it was like an open vision, you know, I, and I'm not this super spiritual person, guys. I mean, I just love the Lord. I'm a normal person, uh, but it was so real. And so I, I knew my surroundings, but I could tell we were, something was happening and we began to walk. And as we walked, the terrain changed and I've been to Israel. You girls have been to Israel, right? And so I, it began to be dusty and different. And I thought, Oh my goodness, we're, we're in Israel. And Jesus walked with me and we walked up to the cross. And I saw him on the cross and he said, Abigail, you've always been, you've always done really well at uh, um, appropriating my blood in your life, but there's more. And he said, let's keep walking. So we kept walking and we came to the entrance of the tomb and we were standing there. And yet Jesus was laying in the tomb and he said, do you see me laying there? And I said, yeah, it was just very normal. Like we're having a conversation. I said, yes, Jesus, I do. And he said, watch this. And he sat up. And he said, did you see me sit up? Just talking to me like a little girl. He has to talk to me like a little girl for me to get it. (laughs) And uh, I said, yes, Jesus, I saw you sit up. And he said, Abigail, when I sat up, you sat up. And then he swung his legs around and he stood up. And he said, did you see me stand up? And I said, yes, Jesus, I saw you stand up. He said, Abigail, when I stood up, you stood up. And then he walked to the entrance of the tomb And y'all, I will never forget this. As long as I live, he looked over his left shoulder at me and he said, I'm about to walk out of this tomb, Abigail. He said, was there cancer in my lungs when I walked out of the tomb? I said, no, Jesus, there was not. He said, so does there have to be cancer in your lungs? I said, no, Jesus, there doesn't. And he said, when I walked out of the tomb, was I depressed? I said, no, Jesus. (laughs) He said, does anyone have to suffer from depression? I said, no, Jesus, they don't. And that was it. The dream ended. Mm-hmm. I came home. They took a PET scan and everything was gone. Wow. Everything. It's Romans eight eleven. 11. Sa- and he, oh, he unpacked that scripture to me like I had never known. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells inside of us and quickens our mortal body. We're real, we're real easy to believe him for his blood and he forgives us for sin, but I'm not quite sure that we entirely believe that we were co-crucified with him, we were co-resurrected and co-glorified. So the same spirit in same measure and same fullness dwells inside of us. And I just said, Father, I believe you. What other choice do I have? I believe you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say what you're saying over my life.
0: That's in the book. You know, that's why I like books so well. And she put in here, hope eternal. But I put some other things, you know, <laughs> build an altar of hope, dump trucks of blessings. <laughs> They're just some special things. And I want to encourage you to get the book. Folks, I am feeding my faith all the time, all the time, every day, every day, morning and night. I'm feeding faith because faith produces the miraculous, and I want you to have the miraculous in your life. So be certain you call in, you get two or three of the books, but don't just get the book in the mail and say, oh, well, I'm supposed to read that. Read it, (laughs) underline it, use it. Are you listening to me?
1: That's really good. And there's some chapters in here. Chapter two, painted in the blood, signed Jesus. Don't ever plead my blood again. Jesus had stinky feet, an invitation into the fellowship of his sufferings. Heaven's waiting room, build me an altar. I'm telling you, this book is chock full of hope. And if you're watching right now and you're struggling with fear, Abigail talked about that and fear and spirit of fear and fear Plaguing you, what's going to happen? Fear from the past, fear about the future, fear about uncertainty and fear with, you know, provision. I want you to hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you and rebuke a spirit of fear in your life. And when you do as well, grab, I want to encourage you, get five copies of your book because not only do you want to read it, but you also want to give it to some mm-hmm. of your friends because each of us have friends who wrestle with fear. Seriously. And we have friends who are struggling with cancer. You might be struggling with cancer. We have friends who are struggling with hopelessness and depression. This book will encourage them and give them a unique point of view, unique uh, uplift, a unique perspective shift that they desperately, desperately need. So hop on the phone, get on the website. I'm telling you, God has some really good things for you. And Abigail, we don't have too much time left, but when you think about like one of the takeaways, the key takeaway in that season, you know, application from walking out of that stuff, what would you say would be one main takeaway?
3: Wow, you know, it sounds so simple, Sarah, but I would say my main takeaway is our only requirement is to only believe. No. That's it. No. You say it so I can do it. My daddy says I can climb that tree. I can do it. Only believe. It's all throughout scripture and instead of making it about us striving or you know I say that we we try to pick up a striving sword, none of that. Only believe. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> And I love that. Remember, was it that that Catherine Kuhlman song, Only Believe, All Things Are Possible? possible. Only Believe. And yeah. I just want to encourage you today, right. belief. Belief mm-hmm. is a choice. And I know sometimes belief takes work. Jesus said it, it is work <clears> to believe. But we choose to believe. And if you're struggling with that, and you're saying, I'm just having a hard time believing. We'd love to pray for you. Hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray and kind of come alongside of you. We're not going to counsel you, but we will pray for you. And we'll pray the word of God for you. Only believe. Reject unbelief and choose belief. So hop on the phone, grab your copy today, Conversation in Heaven. It will encourage your faith and help you to have more belief.
2: Are you trapped in a valley of depression, emotional pain, devastating loss, and discouragement? Do you feel like there's no hope? For your gift of $35 or more, we will send you The Conversation in Heaven by Abigail Holt Jennings. Difficult circumstances can wreak havoc on what you think about yourself and your worth. Through this book, you'll discover the hope and life-giving conversations going on in heaven about you. To further encourage you, we will send Sarah's In Step with the Holy Spirit book, Marilyn and Sarah's Mindset for Miracles 2 CD set, and our Miracle Scripture card. For your gift of $90 or more, we will send you the Jesus I Trust You Canvas by renowned artist Alan Polt. This painting will remind you of the love Jesus has for each of us and will be a lovely addition to your home or office. Call or click today for this encouraging and life-transforming offer.
1: It's been absolutely an honor and a privilege to have you Abigail with us today. I'd love for you to pray for our audience cuz I know they would really really appreciate God speaking through you and praying through
3: you for them. Oh, I would love that. I would love that. Good. So thank you so much for watching today. Heaven is never at a shortage of hope, peace, joy, healing, <laughs> For any of us. So I just want to declare over you if you have been given a diagnosis of any disease at all, you know, the word says that surely He bore all of our sorrows, our sicknesses, our disease, and by His wounds we were healed. That has already taken place. And that healed is broken down, meaning saved, delivered healed and made whole. So first, I just want to declare healing over you right now. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells inside of you and quickens your mortal body. And the same conversation Jesus had with me, he wants to have with you. So we speak healing and wholeness to you in your mind and in your body. In Jesus' name.
0: I think that
3: God has such
0: wonderful things for you. And just imagine you heard all this, but let it apply to you. Say, this is for me. I am receiving this truth today, right now, in Jesus' name.